Hello and welcome to a podcast from Sadie Records. I'm Steve Robinson, and every time Sadie Records, a nonprofit organization based in Chicago, comes out with a new release, we do a podcast and tell you all about it. And by the way, you can purchase any record that you want from Sadie Records online at sadierecords.org. That's C E D I L L E, sadierecords.org. This release is called Oligon, a cantata in doublespeak. And it's a composition by Dan Truman with lyrics by Paul Muldoon. And this is a two-CD set. This is a most unusual composition. And it's performed by the contemporary music sextet, Eighth Blackbird. And they're joined by a number of singers who we'll identify a little later in the program. And we're joined by the cellist from Eighth Blackbird, Nick Fotinitz. Nick, it's good to have you here. Thank you. Good to be here, too. This is one of the more unusual Sadie recordings, and I'm just wondering whether you could just give us an overview and tell us about the inspiration for the album. Sure. This was a project that Dan Truman came to us with, and he had worked with Irlo Leonard, who's a singer on the album, many times in other different projects, and so had this idea for this project that was taking what is basically this very, very old ancient Irish legend, 2,000 years old, that tells the story of King Eilil and Queen Maeve, who basically started a feud, started a huge war based on who had more money, which destroyed what was then their kingdoms. It's just a very old retelling. So Dan's idea for it was to bring this into the future, and he got Paul Muldoon, who's a Pulitzer Prize-winning Irish poet, to write a new version of this, which is fantastic, where Queen Maeve is this pill-popping, martini-guzzling woman who's out of control, and King Eilil is in the distance. The story is really focused more on Queen Maeve and her recklessness through the lens of contemporary you could almost see Queen Maeve as an extra that didn't get shot in train spotting or something. <laughs> so it's that kind of imagery and how it basically just all goes up in flames. Muldoon has taken then an ancient, if we can use that word, epic Irish poem. Right. And like some directors do with opera, reconfigured it and brought it into a modern context. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a two CD set. Tell us a bit about the composer. Sure. Dan Truman, we've known him for a number of years, and we're interested in working with him. He's on the faculty at Princeton University, and we had worked with Steve Mackey, also on a CD release called Slide a number of years ago, and even Steve had recommended working with Dan Truman, and we had heard Dan Truman's works for other groups over the years. When he came to us with the idea of this project, it made absolute sense that we wanted to be involved. It was a unanimous vote from the group. Before we get into the first selection, Nick, tell us a little bit about what Oligon actually means. Again, the title of this two-CD set on Sadie Records is Oligon, a cantata in doublespeak. Right. So Irla explained oligoning as complaining, basically. It's like, ah, quit your oligoning. Quit whining about this and about that. So it can have that context, but it can also have a cry out in pain in that term. So it has sort of a double meaning. And so both of those are definitely reflected in this piece. There's a lot of complaining from both sides about everything going on, but there's also cries out, especially of uh, Queen Maeve. Her life is just going off the rails. And the subtitle is a cantata in doublespeak. What what does the doublespeak actually mean? Well, the doublespeak kind of, I think— Kind of Orwellian. Right. Well, and it also refers plainly to just the main feud between King Eilil and Queen Maeve. But it's also about saying one thing and doing another— 
they're just at odds and nothing can be reconciled between them. We're here also with the president of CD Records, Jim Ginsburg. Would you like to add anything before we hear an excerpt from the second track on part one? Again, this is a two-CD set, and it's called Introductions. Nick, you could talk about how Introductions actually sets up the story and sets up this modern retelling of the story specifically. Mm-hmm. Sure. So this is the second track on the album, and it's really sort of a bookend This music comes back at the very end of the piece as well. Irla becomes the narrator and tells the beginnings of the tale. And it's also peppered throughout with this August Ojon, which is like the cry out. After almost every phrase, it's August Ojon, Ojon, Ojon. And that's a refrain that keeps coming back. You hear that throughout the entire piece as this cry, sometimes all by itself, sometimes in amidst absolute chaos in the rest of the ensemble, depending on where we are in the story. Maybe you should say just a couple words about Irla, since he's so prominent on this piece. Irla is a traditional Irish singer in the Sean Nose style, and he's perhaps best known as the lead singer of The Gloaming. And so he tours internationally with that group, as well as doing projects on his own. But he's based in Ireland, lives there with his family. Right now, he's actually in Princeton University doing a short residency there and working with other people. Well, hopefully we've piqued the listener's interest, so we're going to actually hear a selection from the album. But let's mention the members of Eighth Blackbird, Natalie Joachin, flute, or flutes. Is she playing more than one flute in this? She uh, is, piccolo and alto flute as well. Michael McAfee, clarinet, Yvonne Lamb, violin and viola. Our guest, Nick Fotinas, cello, Matthew Duval, percussion, and Lisa Kaplan, piano and bit clavier. We'll get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. And we're joined uh, by the vocalist you just mentioned, Ayla uh, O'Leonard. This is an excerpt from the selection entitled Introductions. It's the second selection on the first part of this two CD set. This is from Ologon, a cantata in double speed. Oh, 
The sky woman flies by private jet But speaks a garble of Gaelic and Greek Maeve confessed that her cap was set At the activist Fergus Oblique just heard an excerpt from a new release on the Sadie Records. It's called Olagon, a cantata in doublespeak. We heard a bit of the second cut on the very first part of this two-CD set, and this selection is called Introductions, performed by Eighth Blackbird, joined by Dan Truman, the composer, on fiddle, and vocals by Irla O. Leonard. And we're joined in the studio by Nick Fotinas, cellist of Eighth Blackbird. Nick, this is a most unusual CD release. I think it kind of stands out in their catalog. It's a very deep catalog, and this is quite different. You spoke about the poem, mm-hmm. that it's an epic poem, uh, epic Irish poem, and it's been set by Paul Muldoon and brought into the 21st century setting. Tell us again about that setting, but also, in your view, how the events in the poem are brought out in the music. Sure. It's worth mentioning that... Uh, and I learned this word <laughs> when we were putting this together, the poem that Paul Muldoon wrote is macaronic, meaning that it's in two languages. So it's in both Irish and English. So you'll have certain lines delivered in English and then immediately followed by Irish. And some of the tracks in here that are almost completely in Irish, and some of actually the most beautiful singing that Irla does is in Irish. And that's, of course, something that he's entirely familiar with and does all the time. So this isn't the sort of piece that we could just hire out someone other than Irla mm-hmm. to perform. Couldn't just look in the union book and... Uh... <laughs> and just, yeah, just get anyone. The way that it's set, I think, is a reflection of the amazingly diverse mind of Dan Truman, the composer. He's bringing so many influences, both as a fiddler, and he's definitely bringing a lot of traditional Irish playing and traditional Irish singing elements into it. But then there's also Dan Truman, the new music composer who wrote his own software for a bit clavier, which you'll hear in this, which he describes as a prepared digital piano. There's some tracks where they'll play a note and the entire tuning of the synthesizer changes just by hitting that note and then they'll keep playing. And So he really crafted it very specifically for this piece and he's written other pieces as well for prepared digital piano or bit clavier as he calls it. 
So bridging very traditional folk music and cutting edge new music is no easy task. And I think he does it in a really convincing way. And I think it also mirrors the updating of the poem, this very old, ancient legend that's basically brought into the modern age, but still has these elements of love, war, conflict, very, very basic human emotions that are timeless. They kind of work in tandem in that way, and it's really beautiful. So let's listen to a second selection from this two-CD set called Olagon, a cantata in doublespeak. And we're going to pick a selection near the end of the composition. It's called Reeling Reels, which is mostly instrumental, but it does have some vocal parts in it. Nick, tell us about this. This is a great example of the way that Dan is able to bridge the old and the new. We have a number of different traditional Irish reels that are played. What he does, though, is he actually puts a lot of them at a canon at the 16th note. So they sound completely crazed. And then toward the end, it all deconstructs and you begin to hear the bit clavier come in on these chords that are seemingly out of tune, but are in actually just different tunings. And then also vocalists begin to join in as well. The vocalists are Laura Gill and Michaela McDonough. Uh, let's talk a bit about Lisa Kaplan. She's the pianist of Eighth Blackbird, but performs, you said, on the bit clavier. Right. Tell yeah. us a bit about that. Sure. The bit clavier in here is tuned to more just intonation. It's, it's an electronic instrument. It's an electronic instrument, yeah. So it's a synthesizer that she's playing, but it is in a very specific tuning that the ensemble actually takes up as well to be in tune with that. But it's a very old sound in a way. She does begin on actual regular piano and then transitions to bit clavier. So let's listen to Reeling Reels, a selection from Olegon, a cantata in doublespeak. It's performed by Eighth Blackbird. They're joined by Dan Truman, who's the composer. He's also a fiddler. And towards the end, we'll hear additional vocals by Laura Gill and Michaela McDonough. <laughs> Thank you. 
And we've just heard another selection from a new release on Sadie Records. It's a two-CD set, and it's a performance of Olagon, a cantata in doublespeak. And it's music by Dan Truman, lyrics by Paul Muldoon, and performed by Eighth Blackbird. And it was a movement called Reeling Reels, with vocals at the end there by Michaela McDonough and Laura Gill, with Eighth Blackbird's pianist starting on piano but then transitioning to the bit clavier. And we're joined by a member of Eighth Blackbird, Nick Fotinas, who is the cellist. Nick, these recording sessions, maybe a bit of a departure from your typical recording session? Yes. <laughs> and as you just listed all of the people on a single track, there were just a lot of moving parts. Besides just recording Eighth Blackbird instrumentally, Dan Truman also had to record separately from us because he wanted to be in the booth while we were recording. Irla laid his vocal track separately. All of the other vocal groups laid their track separately. Percussion laid in a lot of things separately. So this was definitely the most ambitious project we've ever undertaken in terms of recording. So a lot of overdubbing. A then. lot of overdubbing. Has Eighth Blackbird done this? We've done some of that before. Maybe not to this extent. Not to this extent. And so what were the sessions like? So you weren't there when Irla was his, his yeah. recordings. But he was there for the... He was there in the studio. He wasn't recording with us. Did you have his done in advance and playing in your headphones while you played? The reverse. So we actually recorded everything first, and he laid it over our recordings. This is really inside stuff. You this know, is so. deep, deep cuts. <laughs> We're going. But I think it's interesting for the listener to know how it was put together because it's a little different than a typical CD recording. And this, Also, the recordings were done, obviously, in different locations. Eighth Blackbirds were done in Chicago, but Irla was recorded where? Irla was recorded in Princeton. Actually, even Natalie, with some of her vocal tracks, were recorded in Princeton, as was Dan. And then a lot of recording happened in Ireland as well. It was a multinational recording. <laughs> that was specifically the other vocal tracks, right? Right. So this CD record, I don't know if there is a typical CD release, but this one does seem to be a bit out of the uh, box. And that's one of the things we love about Eighth Blackbird is they always bring us something that's a little different. Each album really is unique, and that's a word that may be overused, but in this case, it is very appropriate. We're going to hear a third selection from this two-CD set on CD Records, and it's a movement called Marvin and Guerra. Uh, tell us a bit about this one, Nick. This has the most singing from the group, and specifically Natalie, the flutist in our group, has a fantastic voice, and so you'll hear it in this, accompanied by the other women of Eighth Blackbird. This is just absolutely beautiful, melodic material, just very captivating, both in the singing from members of Eighth Blackbird and also from Irla. Well, let's take this opportunity to mention the members of Eighth Blackbird, since they're doing dual roles in this selection. Natalie Joachin, flute and vocals. Michael Macaferri, clarinets. Yvonne Lamb, violin and viola. Nick Fotinas, our guest, the cellist, the Matthew Duvall percussion, and Lisa Kaplan piano. Let's listen to the selection from a wonderful new two-CD set on CD, Olagon, a cantata in doublespeak by Dan Truman with lyrics by Paul Muldoon.
We've heard a third selection from this new CD CD. It's a two CD set. It's a composition called Olagon, a cantata in doublespeak by Dan Truman with lyrics by Paul Muldoon and performed by Eighth Blackbird. It's an excerpt from the very end of part two on the first CD, and it's called Marvan Anguera. And our guest from Eighth Blackbird is Nick Fotinas, the cellist. A very unusual selection and one of your favorites from the It is. From the CD. Yeah. It's a beautiful one. Nick, Eighth Blackbird is an organization, an ensemble, world-renowned. But tell us how this recording and this composition fits in with your previous work. We have a history at this point of commissioning and performing larger-scale works, a number of which we've recorded with CD, including Slide uh, by Stephen Mackey. But this one is, again, probably our most in terms of the music, the most ambitious. There's just a lot of moving parts. When we perform it live, there'll be a lot of pre-recorded music that was recorded specifically for this. Plus, it's the first time we've really ever commissioned poetry for anything that we've ever done, which is really exciting. Yeah, it's a beautiful project. It also represents the first time that we've ever really incorporated folk music that was outside of the American folk tradition. That's a little bit of a departure for us. Again, it's by an American composer, but it's heavily, deeply rooted in Irish tradition and like that music and that language. The score is by Dan Truman, and as you mentioned, Paul Muldoon. I didn't realize you commissioned uh, the lyrics. So tell us a bit, again, I know we've touched on this before, but this is a setting by Paul Muldoon of an ancient Irish epic poem, and he's brought it into the 21st century. He's reimagined it in the same way that an opera director will reimagine the set of a classical opera. But I didn't realize you actually commissioned this too. Right. This was written specifically for this piece based off of Dan's vision for it. Paul Muldoon, who's Pulitzer Prize winning poet, 
who we still actually haven't met. We're actually not going to meet him until December, until the performances when he comes to Chicago. But from everything that we've heard about him, Irla describes his poetry. It's very imaginative, and there's seemingly nonsensical lines that Irla would ask him, what does this mean? It's like, oh, I don't even know what it means. (laughs) So there's whimsy in it. There's a lot of humor. It can often be really black humor. There's also a lot of Irish tradition, I would say, along the lines of James Joyce. There's a lot of allusion to figures in Irish history as well as even American history. There's just a lot in there. There's a lot to sift through. He doesn't make it a drudge. It's light and couched within culturally relevant language. We're going to hear one final selection from the album towards the end of part two on the first CD, and this is a two-CD set, and it's a selection entitled You Know It's a Selma Gundy. Yes. Uh, Tell us a bit about that. Sure. So this is pretty much a straight-up drinking song. (laughs) It's basically just saying, oh, you know it's botched. The whole thing is just a farce, and it definitely has the trappings of a drinking song the drums in this and the bit clavier, but there's so much of it that sounds almost like a merry-go-round soundtrack on speed. Uh, It just goes out of control, much like Maeve is at this point in the story. It's just a really fun drinking song. We all get to sing in harmony, and it's country singing. It's rough. It's not meant to be refined at all. You mentioned the merry-go sound. Do you think the similarities to the Beatles for the benefit of Mr. Kite, were intentional or coincidental? That's a really good question. I don't know how steeped Dan Truman is in Beatles music, but it's entirely possible. I wouldn't put that past him at all. Well, let's listen to one more selection from this two-CD set on Sadie Records. It's called Olagon, a cantata in doublespeak. It's music by Dan Truman with lyrics by Paul Muldoon and vocals by Irla O'Leonard. And this Selection is called You Know It's a Salma Gundi. I'll assume 
a sublimating or aggression boy perhaps planning an indiscretion over in Hamilton's barn holding her own petty sessions ah with Finbar offensive or fierce oppression When the guy you thought was Lundy's Been gone for a month or some days Oh, it was on Eileen's watch That the top notch And tracks experts after Robert Koch Disappeared into the country And that was a performance of a movement from Olegon, a cantata in doublespeak by Dan Truman. And it's entitled, You Know It's a Selma Gundy. And our guest, Nick, everybody was on this cut. Everybody. Everybody was singing, including Dan and Irla and the entire group. Irla, of course, out front with the vocals, and then everybody playing as well. And by the entire group, we should say it's Eighth Blackbird. And our guest is Nick Fotinas, who is the cellist with Ace Blackbird. Nick, you haven't performed this piece publicly yet. No, and that's actually a first for us, too, to not even have performed it once before recording it. So we're really looking forward to bringing this to audiences. And the first performance is in Chicago. Is in Chicago. Where and when? Victory Gardens in downtown Chicago in early December. Uh, We'll also be doing a preview at the Poetry Foundation, who's a major donor for the project, as well as at Northwestern. And those so are all three performances in December. Right. Wow. We'll look forward to that. Does 8th Blackbird have a website where people can get the specifics? Yes, we do. It's 8th Blackbird, and that's E-I-G-H-T-H, blackbird.org. Well, I'm going to look forward to those performances. I'll catch at least one, uh, that's for sure. I want to ask you about the new music scene in Chicago. 8th Blackbird is a key part of that scene, but what else about new music in Chicago do you find attractive? It's incredibly robust, and there's so much going on. In a way, it kind of mimics the dining scene in that it's world-class, but 
people don't always recognize it as such. People still look to New York as the mecca for new music. And to be sure, there are still a ton of amazing groups and amazing performers there. But there are in Chicago as well. But the startup costs are cheaper. You can actually afford to live here a little bit more than you can in Brooklyn and take a few more chances. I hear about so many groups starting every month, basically. (laughs) And it's really exciting. There's so much going on and so many people doing it at such an amazing level. I don't think it's ever been this robust. I wonder if another analogy would be the theater scene in Chicago. Absolutely. It also mimics the theater scene in that there are hundreds and thousands of groups and they're all able to take chances. There's the environment to kind of cultivate that here in a way that I almost don't see anywhere else. It's a great incubator. And I think Chicago's getting recognized for that. Just looking at our own Grammy nominations and awards, of course, Eighth Blackbird has won uh, the Grammy for Best Chamber Music or Small Ensemble four times. The most recent Sadie Grammy this year went to Third Coast Percussion, also a contemporary music group, and nominated in the same category was Spectral Quartet, another chamber group in Chicago that concentrates on new music. So Mm. I think Chicago does get some recognition for this. Yeah. It is a robust scene. Now, 8th Blackbird, what's up? Immediate future, what are your long-term plans? Sure. Immediate future is we're heading to Budapest in a few days. We're playing a concerto by Jennifer Higdon with the Philadelphia Orchestra in about a week and a half. In Mm. Philadelphia? In Philadelphia. You're going to Hungary and then back to Philadelphia. Hungary and then Philadelphia. That's the circle tour, (laughs) so to speak. And then we have other performances in November, Richmond, Virginia, leading up to the performances of Oligan in Chicago. And then we have a little bit of a break where we're going to be learning some more new music. I should note that we're taping this podcast in early October, so by the time you hear this, the Jennifer Higdon premiere and the Hungary tour will actually be in the recent past. Yes. (laughs) One of the things we're most excited about is in January. This past summer, we started our first ever Blackbird Creative Lab, and that is a tuition, room and board free, two-week festival where we invite six composers and 24 performers to come work with us and play a lot of music, but also do professional development and a lot of other things. And so we're bringing what we're calling an alumni weekend to Chicago. It happened in Ojai, California, but we're bringing a number of people to Chicago to do two performances at Constellation at the end of January, as well as other events around that panel discussions and So we're really happy to be bringing that back into Chicago. And then we have other touring as well. As usual, very varied activity from 8th Blackbird. Good luck with all of that. And again, we've been talking to Nick Fotinas, who is the cellist from 8th Blackbird. We've been talking about their latest release on CD. And by the way, you can purchase any record that you want from CD Records online at cdrecords.org. That's C-E-D-I-L-L-E, cdrecords.org. And we've been talking about their latest release. It's called Oligon, a cantata in doublespeak. This is the world premiere recording, music by Dan Truman, who appears on the album as also a fiddler. Irla O'Leonard vocals, additional vocals by Eighth Blackbird and Dan Truman, and lots of other people. And again, this is a new release on Sadie Records. I'm Steve Robinson. You've been listening to a podcast celebrating the release of this new recording on Sadie. And you can purchase this and find out all about Sadie on their website, sadrecords.org.